y'all. Welcome back to the Power and Lifting Podcast. I'm your host, Solana Lewis. <sighs> All right, guys. So it's been a while since I've done a solo podcast, and I'm excited for this particular podcast because we're going to dive into are you sick of tracking macros? And if you are, what to do? Um, before we dive in, please, if you haven't yet, subscribe to the podcast. You can do that on both Apple and on Spotify. If you're on Apple, you can actually leave a five-star rating and review. Helps the podcast so much. If you're on Spotify, you can still leave a star rating, just no review. Okay, so it's the holiday season. As I sit here right now, it's November 29th. Thanksgiving just passed last week, and I even thought about doing this podcast before Thanksgiving, but I was like, you know what? No, I want to talk about it now. The week after Thanksgiving, which essentially is setting, like, this is the beginning of the full-on Christmas season after Thanksgiving, which means, and, you know, in the year, New Year's, people have more parties, people have more social things they're going to, um, and this is always something that happens like as I talk to my nutrition athletes and we are making plans for their nutritional goals around this time. It of course depends on what their goal is, but the major question they're asking is like, do I have to track, you know, every meal? Do I still have to track all the time, even when I am trying to enjoy vacation time or like time with my family, et cetera? Because Typically, you know, as you get closer to a meet, it's much easier to feel and be very locked in on your nutrition and macros. If you're close to a meet, you have an end date, your motivation's high, you know that you're going to feel not good about yourself if you get to meet that and you knew that you didn't really eat that well and pay attention to your overall um, food consumption, which makes a huge difference in your performance. So it's easy to motivate it then, but when you don't have meat coming up and when it's the holiday season, that's when it's tougher for sure. And so I want to start by saying this, this episode is obviously like for if you are used to tracking often, or if you are trying to get into tracking maybe, but do you have to track all your macros when you're sick of tracking and you still want to ensure that you are eating quality foods getting in enough of your macros to have your performance still stay, you know, good and do well, should you still track your macros during the season? And I'm going to start by talking about myself. So personally for me, I'm in a maintenance phase and I don't track all the time, but I do track often. Um, I typically hire a nutrition coach for different times of the year just to ensure, really just to have someone to, to care that I hit my macros because when I don't track, if I don't pay attention to anything, when I'm not tracking, I'll be low on protein, uh, multiple days a week where I undereat, and then sometimes I'll have two days where I really overeat, mostly because I'm hungry from undereating, and if I'm not careful, not only will my weight start to like shift either down, it can quickly go down, or quickly go up, Um, but at the same time, my actual performance in the gym is, starts to suffer, so... For myself right now, I am not tracking every day. What I am doing is I have been tracking personally for years, probably more than a decade. So I'm really good at eyeballing food. So if since I'm not tracking right now, I eyeball all my protein throughout the day, keep a mental note of it, and ensure that I know that I eyeballed at least my body weight and protein. 
along with doing that, I, I, when I am tracking, I eat three full meals a day and then at least two snacks. So I try to keep the same amount of meals, the same amount of snacks in my day so that I'm still eating the same time throughout the day. And that's going to make it easy for me to be on track with my calories overall and my macros, even without tracking every single thing, especially if I'm eating similar foods day to day. Some of my foods who I was eating when I was tracking, I can really just eyeball the amount of food on the plate and know that I'm on the right track to be close to my carbs and fats as well. So that is one way that you can kind of get away with not tracking around the holiday season if you don't want to and you're just sick of it. But the thing is, you you don't want to drop the ball on every other area you're tracking. This is the most important part. When I'm teaching someone how to go into a maintenance phase, how to not track but still be on top of their eating, the most important part is we don't stop tracking other factors. So for example, I still track my weight at least five times a week. And that is going to be huge for me because I know that I don't want to get past certain weights. So for example, let's say my weight, I'm making this up because I'm not really, let's say my, I'm sitting at 135 and I don't want to pass 138. If I track my weight daily, same time every morning after using the bathroom, and if I see a steady trend of my weight going up, that's how I know, okay, I have to pull back on my carbs and fats. I have to pull back a little bit. Am I really eating so satiated? Am I eating past satiation? Am I looking at food and eating it because I see it, but I'm not actually hungry? That's when you have to start really tapping into your body's cues of hunger, satiety, to see if you can pull back on the amount of food you're eating. Overall, too, looking at the foods you are eating, are they nutrient-dense? Are you having a lot of foods that are high-calorie but not nutrient-dense, leaving you hungry? Because you might have to just change your actual food options. But that's Tracking your weight is one way to be able to catch that quickly and make adjustments without having to keep tracking your actual macros every single day. If you do this and you make adjustments quickly, you can still make sure you're at the body weight you want to be at. So that's one major thing that I do. Make sure you're still tracking your weights. Also, other measurements that I track my athletes are progress photos and actual body measurements. So you can do that as well to help you ensure that you are, again, staying on track with your goals without tracking. But if you just stop tracking your weight, stop taking measurements, zero photos, um, I promise you, you'll step on a scale a month later and be like, oh no, <laughs> because you can't make sure that you are on track, but not have any sort of plan to see if you are on track. Another major thing is very, very important. You have to keep tracking your, your step counts. I have all of my athletes, even the ones that are not doing my nutrition coaching, I hope <laughs> and I, that they track their steps. And I do put a section in their um, program where they can give me like their step count if they want to, um, if they ask me to do that. And so step count is so huge. If you want to stop eating or stop tracking your food, but then you'll also stop tracking your steps, easy recipe for disaster. You can easily start moving less and then you're not really tracking your weight so you don't really notice and you start to feel kind of sluggish but you're like, yeah, I'm probably fine. And then all of a sudden, it's not until you have to literally change the, the belt loop on your powerlifting belt that you're like, oh no. <laughs> oh no. It's not until you like try to put on a pair of jeans and you're like, oh, is it kind of tight? Oh no. And by then it's like, you could have caught this two weeks ago. Like you could have literally made adjustments weeks ago, but you waited because you were too scared to look at the scale because you knew you were probably not eating in a way that's going to be conducive towards your goals. So the major point here, guys, is if you're going to stop tracking, it's totally realistic to do that and still maintain your body weight. 
and still make sure your performance stays excellent by being on top of looking at the food you're eating, looking at your pre and post meal food, making sure that it's on point and tracking your overall step count and looking at your body weight. But if you stop everything at once, it, it does not go well. It does not go well. So if you're going to stop tracking, track your other factors. Um, another thing to talk about. So do you need to track on holidays? So I actually posted about this on Thanksgiving day and I, on my story, and I told everybody on my story, Hey, what are, or I asked them, what is, or do you guys have any um nutritional plan for Thanksgiving Day? And then I give an example of what I'm having my athletes do and what I'm doing myself. So my examples were my athletes, a few of them, but well, most of them are cutting weight. Most of my nutrition athletes specifically are working with me to cut weight, right? And so we are cutting weight. We They all have meats coming up in the near future. And so we really don't want to deviate from the plan too much. But one way that I gave them flexibility during the holiday while still make sure make sure to keep on point is I get them macros to hit outside of the Thanksgiving dinner. So I was like, listen, leading up to dinner, make sure you have this amount of protein, this amount of carbs, this amount of fat. That way your protein's high. So you don't have to so you won't accidentally under eat your protein today. And your carbs and fats are low enough that you should be able to enjoy your entire Thanksgiving meal and not be stressing out about your carbs and fats. And then I did not make them track their actual Thanksgiving meal unless they want wanted to but just having a plan for everything you're gonna eat up until then very helpful and then also if they knew they were gonna have a, a lot of calories at dinner they ate less and if they were like oh for me thanksgiving is like a regular plate of food that's similar because i had some athletes who were like yeah i'm cooking the food myself like i know what's gonna be i can just it's basically a regular day that worked out too but the major thing was i gave them that flexibility to enjoy their thanksgiving meal while still giving them a plan for myself my big thing is that on Thanksgiving, I tend to undereat food. I tend to undereat in general if I don't track. That's the reason why me not tracking, I have to be on top of looking at the scale. And then I have to be on top of my how many meals I'm eating a day. If I eat less than, you know, five times a day, it's a wrap. I, I definitely undereat unless I went out to eat. Because those, those are higher calories always, you know what I mean? So that was how I gave them flexibility. I had some athletes who were just maintaining not cutting for those people i gave them a similar goal to what i gave myself it was make sure you hit this protein and then make sure you have x amount so for some people to two meals before you get to thanksgiving so you're not like accidentally not eating all day or saving all your calories for that meal because the odds are you're not going to really eat all the calories that you need to eat in a day during one meal now of course if you're going to like have four slices of dessert plus you're going to have a lot of alcohol then yeah your calories might really add up and that might be the case for you but for the most part my athletes want to feel good in general so they don't plan on drinking a ton of alcohol they don't plan on like having like five slices of cake for no reason when you're that's so much that you would get sick off of it it's like you can enjoy the desserts and the good food you want to have in moderation but still make sure you're hitting your macros outside of that meal so that was another major thing to really help my athletes and myself on the holiday. And that's something you can do for yourself on these upcoming holidays. Give yourself goals for certain macros in the day, but ones that aren't stressful. And then when it comes to the meal that you have less control of because you didn't, you know, make it yourself, it's a big meal, like eat till satiated and make sure you're on that plate. You keep some micronutrients on there and you keep some parts, some protein, and you'll be in a pretty good spot. Okay. 
I have two more things to go over. So next thing is, should you track year-round? It depends. I have some people who love tracking and can handle tracking literally every day of the year. The only time we don't track is maybe like a holiday, maybe a birthday. But again, I still have them tracking some of the day, not the whole day. So if you're somebody who like really enjoys tracking and tracking helps you stay on top of your goals, which it does for most people, tracking helps you stay on top of your goals, then go ahead and do it. If you're someone like me who I used to be able to track all year round all the time and now I'm like, I need breaks because I, I just get tired of it, that's okay too. But you get, again, you still have to give yourself boundaries even though you're not tracking. So not tracking can be more stressful than tracking because tracking is like you just know what you're eating if you're tracking correctly and you just hit the macros and you get to your world's your goal. That's what it should happen if you're truly being honest with your tracking and your other life factors. You get to your result. Not tracking is, you know, measuring everything but your tracking but your actual food and you still have to make sure you get towards your goal so it depends on the person um but one thing i will say like do like there are seasons so you don't have to be all or nothing i know some people who are all or nothing so i know people in my life who are either tracking every morsel of food or they don't track at all and they don't track their steps and they stop working out and they start like drinking more alcohol and it's like all of a sudden not tracking turn into like just a roller coaster of they gave up on like their health. So if you're an all or nothing person, I recommend you work on not being all or nothing. <laughs> no, but seriously, I recommend you give yourself very strict and specific boundaries and goals if you're not going to track. And there's also hybrid approaches. I have some athletes who have one to two untracked days per week, but then five to six days of tracking. You don't have to be all or nothing. You can literally have a day of the week where you don't track, so you like feel like you can breathe. You can enjoy more time with your friends, etc. Have a meal out that you wouldn't normally have. There are hybrid methods of tracking too. So you don't have to track year-round, but you do need to put the boundaries and goals in place and give yourself an opportunity to hit those goals by by you know having your plan even if you're not tracking you need to have a plan last thing i want to go over is does tracking macros affect your mental health so i always i feel like i have an interesting interesting perspective on this topic because i used to be the person who would be like oh like i would get tired of tracking and be like oh tracking is causing me to not want to eat as much or tracking is causing me to be, you know, scared of eating a certain amount of food. That was me probably very on tracking, but also and no tracking cannot cause, cause keyword an eating disorder. And if, and if tracking is a hard one for you, then what I recommend is you still are paying attention to the amount of food you're eating, paying attention to the quality and the nutrient density of the food you're eating, paying attention to how often you eat daily, pay attention to your body cues. Are you full? Are you hungry? Are you eating because you're bored? Are you eating because you're hungry? Pay attention to those things. And I know a lot of people who can just do that and still either maintain their weight or, you know, even if your goal is weight loss, even like lose some weight if you are paying that much attention to it. But I will be honest. If your goal is to gain weight or lose weight, it's easier to do with actually knowing exactly what you're eating. It can be done without it. It's just a bit tougher because you don't have the exact data telling you exactly where your calories are and your macros are. And then you can just, you know, subtract or add to get to that goal. So I hope this was helpful, y'all. Um, basically, with this episode, I want to just go over. I want to just be transparent about the fact that, like, 
not every high level powerlifter is tracking all year. But also there are times to track and there are seasons to track and seasons where you can be more lenient. And also I have at a point, again, this was a long time ago, I have at a point been like, hey, tracking for me is making it hard for me to want to eat because I was like, I definitely just felt like I had some body image, like, you know, distortions or whatever word it is. Um, So I've had this period of my life a long time ago. But, you know, at the same time, you still have to take accountability realize that you got you probably got yourself there <laughs> through maybe social media or through whatever it was whatever vice it was that made, led you to believe that your body is a certain way that's not a healthy outlook to have but still give yourself the tools and the boundaries and the goals to hit to help with your to help you reach your body goals if that goal is not involved tracking that is fine but that's but not tracking is not an excuse to not pay attention to any of your food, not pay attention to your body weight, not pay attention to how you feel, and then be surprised when you're X amount heavier, X amount weighing less, and you're like, oh my gosh, what do I how did I get here? All right, like you know how you got here. Um <laughs> yeah, that's basically basically what I wanted to go over. Um, I hope you all have a great holiday season. I hope that you don't get stressed out about food, but you do. Give yourself what you need to get to your gold season. I'm going to keep enjoying my non-tracking season while I pay attention to my protein and the scale. Y'all heard me tell Kristen a couple episodes ago that I was like, ooh, I was uh, a little heavier than I'm supposed to be. But I caught it real quick. I caught it real quick. So we good. We good. <laughs> um, but anywho, thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Power and Listen podcast. Again, I'm your host, Solana Lewis. If you listen to the end, so thankful and helpful. And please, if you do, share with a friend and leave a review to help the podcast grow.